Welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need. No matter if you're an industry pro, you're building, or you're buying, we got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. We're coming to you live today from the LP Studios here in Wisconsin. I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you for tuning in today. Today's topic, Disney loses special exemption status in Florida. All right, guys, this might be a little bit of a different type of topic that uh, we've never really covered or touched on here on the Home Building Hero. And uh, obviously, it's a very current event. If you've been following the news in the last few days, um, you see that there is a pretty big rift going on between uh, the Disney Corporation and uh, you know, the state of Florida. And it all centered around uh, several issues. And what I want to do with this is I want to talk about this uh, in terms a lot of land development because I think that's really obviously where I have a little bit more knowledge base. But also just kind of want to talk about this in general because I, I mean I find it fascinating and it definitely involves a lot of real estate uh, and real estate issues. Now, um, I'm going to disclose immediately that I do not have a real estate license in Florida. The laws are slightly different there. Uh, but uh, it's just interesting nonetheless because it involves property and involves taxes and then, of course, government and corporations. So a very interesting story to follow and wanted to chime in on it. So hopefully you guys find this interesting. Um, I'm trying not to be super political with this, although you know it, it's always hard when you have these kind of stories that you're going to touch a little bit on things. And um, you know, uh, those of you that know me well know that I don't really have a huge love of government, but I also don't have a huge love of giant corporations and monopolies either. I I love the power to the people type of aspect to things. So um, this is just quite frankly very fascinating. So hopefully you guys find it fascinating as well. So again, this probably has more to it than what has been aired and put on the internet at this point. But the the issue, first of all, centered around um, some legislation that Florida was passing and uh, specifically the parents' rights and education legislation. And uh, this bill was passed um, so that um, there would be more uh, awareness and disclosure of the type of materials that were beginning put into schools and the type of education that was being provided to kids to basically make sure that it's stuck to, you know, reading, writing, and arithmetic. Let's let's put it that way, simply, and and not a lot of this other ancillary stuff that has been working its way into the school systems, and and which a lot of parents just really don't want. To be honest with you, myself included. Um. So. Obviously, a lot of um, some of these bigger corporations did not like that. They want to be able to have some influence on the messaging for these younger folks and, and, and children. And um, specifically, it starts to touch a little bit more on um, the LGBTQ community and those kind of things. So it starts to get very uh, heated very quickly when it gets down that track. So... Basically, Disney stayed on the sidelines for this. A couple other corporations kind of uh, said their their piece on it, so to speak. And Disney held off until uh, uh, recently uh, when they then finally chimed in and said uh, they were not in favor of this act. But what really kicked this all off and I think was put um, a major amount of gasoline on the whole issue 
is uh, when there was a video leaked, a Zoom video of the content producer for Disney. She came out and basically said, we are going to create all our content and have a minimum of you know 50% um, LGBTQ characters in our stuff. And we're going to just start ramming this down everybody's throats. And we're going to kind of put a lot of this stuff out there. Okay. Now, I don't know about you. I'm a parent. Um, I have a, a, a younger daughter. And, um, you know, Disney, for, for many years since its inception, was always, you know, wholesome family entertainment, movies and whatnot. And, you know, I, I as a kid, be honest with you, I'm not a fan of Disney. Um, I didn't really like Disney movies as a kid. I kind of avoided all the cartoons and things. Um, it just wasn't for me. I didn't like it. Um but, you know, uh, I've been forced to like Disney because when they acquired Marvel, when they acquired uh, Star Wars, especially I'm a huge Star Wars fan, I sort of had to become a fan of some of the Disney properties, uh, specifically those two. And, um, you know, you can say what you want. I could probably do a whole podcast just on Star Wars and talk about that. But, uh, you know, there's decisions they've made in that that are some have been good. Obviously, I'm excited that they've been making more movies. Uh, don't care for some of the direction. Don't care for... Uh, I know when they first came out and I saw Goofy holding a lightsaber, I, I almost uh, died inside. <laughs> um, I hate the crossover stuff like that. That just doesn't belong. It's I'm, I, I have a marketing background. So when you start doing that kind of stuff, it's like, oh, you're ruining the brand. Don't do that. Um, so I digress. We're getting off topic a little but you know, obviously Disney's footprint has increased dramatically, right? And in a second, I'm going to talk about all the corporations that Disney owns because this is fascinating, but I want to kind of pivot this back to, you know, real estate in a moment. So anyway, long story short, Disney, um, you know, opposed this legislation. Then they came out and said they're going to, you know, double and triple down on some of the stuff that's, you know, kind of controversial out there for uh, entertainment. Hey, they're a company. They have a business. They have the right to put out whatever kind of content they want. But consumers also have the right to buy or not buy product. And there has been, if you've been watching a lot of Disney content, as well as a lot of other media content, there's been a substantial shift in the last two years with um, the increase in, in, in a lot of um, kind of edgy material, let's put it that way, um, specifically related to um, sexual orientation and those kind of things. And um, there's, it's a fascinating debate as far as what side of the fence you're on, whether you think you know younger people should be or should not be exposed to it. Again, I don't want to get too deep into that. Uh, but obviously, that's the center of the rift, right? That is the rift that's going on between Florida and Disney. Okay. So they poked the bear, right? They, Disney poked the bear of, of the, the government of Florida. And they started to look at this special tax exemption status that they have. And this is called the Reedy Creek Development District. Um, I'm trying to get the exact name here. But bear with me one second. A Reedy Creek Improvement District. Sorry. Reedy Creek Improvement District. And now, just so you know, getting back to the development side of this, this is a uh, thing that was set up in, in the 1960s, Okay. And this was set up um, to give Disney some autonomy. In fact, it was 1967. And it was to promote the development of Walt Disney World on about a 38 and a half square mile patch of land in Central Florida. And it's between Orange County and Osceola County. So this district provides uh, all sorts of services from fire, 
uh, medical services, water and sewage treatments, um, and they can even issue municipal bonds and finance infrastructure projects. And of course, they have numerous tax advantages because of that. Now, Walt Disney World generates nearly $780 million in state and local tax, at least as of 2021. Okay, so they are a huge powerhouse in Florida. Uh, and, and what's disturbing to me is as I look at the Disney Corporation, and you can, you can Google this if you just look up companies that Disney owns. If you haven't paid attention to this in the last decade or so, your jaw will hit the floor when you see how many companies Disney owns. I'm going to list off some of the things, not even you know all of them, but um, some of them are obvious and some of them you're like, oh, I didn't realize that. And now you can see why this special status has really created and turned Disney into a mammoth, mammoth powerhouse. Okay, so they own Disneyland, of course, and Disney resorts and Disney vacations and Disney retail. Disney Plus, right? Um, but here's where it starts to veer. These are other things that they own, right? They own ABC Entertainment. All right? They own Lucasfilms. They in, in turn own Industrial Light and Magic, which provides a technology for a lot of different uh, movie companies. Disney Records. ESPN. They own ESPN. Oh, by the way, they own Hulu. <laughs> they own FX Networks. 20th Century Fox. Fox Sports, Marvel, Marvel Studios. So when I say Marvel, there are 20 corporations just within the Marvel family, you know, between the comic books and the characters and the merchandise and all the other ancillary products, and then Marvel Studios, all the films. But then they own all this real estate stuff too. Apartment companies, several of them, several real estate firms, Buena Vista Properties, down by Lake Buena Vista and all the hotels and businesses there, they probably own most of those. Um, they own property companies. They own construction companies. Um, and then this even veers further than this, which is crazy. They own Photo Bucket and GoPro, ABC Family, ABC News. It it just goes on and on. It's 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 crazy how much they own. They have corporations for everything. And, and some that you wouldn't even think are related to Disney. So it's become this mammoth behemoth. You could say a monopoly. Okay. And, you know, the heart of this issue, of course, is, you know, you've got this giant company trying to wield this massive influence and then you have the government. And again, like I said at the beginning, I'm not a fan of government. I'm not a fan of big business. So, you know, I, I sometimes not sure what side of the aisle I want to be on this, but either way, it's... It's not good either way, really, let's be honest, because you know here you've got the government basically kind of really stepping in, which I don't like, but then you also have this giant company that's just trying to, to plow through whatever they want, and it, it's not good for the people at the end of the day. So anyway, the ramifications of this are, are interesting because um, when they lose this special exemption that they have, right now they have full control over their properties, and what it means is that you know they can determine where they build the roads and they can um, get their own kind of uh, improve or, or, or they can do their own development process and they don't have to go through the typical development process that you or I would have to go through in our municipality. Now, in the Florida legislature, which is very interesting, in their constitution, it says that the state is not allowed to give special status to any corporation. 
So this is directly in violation of their constitution. So this probably should have been something that was set up initially. It should have had a sunset clause on it, like you're allowed to have this for so much time to get this up and running. And then it has to be, you know, re-looked at by the legislature. Obviously, that never happened. And, you know, it was a huge huge gift, a huge, huge bonus to Disney to get this. And you've seen what has happened with this. It has become a behemoth, good or bad, right? Obviously, Disney um, provides a lot of entertainment for people, a lot of product, um, provides a lot of revenue. So those are the good things, right? But with that also, if you take a Marvel property like Spider-Man, great power comes great responsibility. Um, Again, I think they bit the hand that feeds here a little bit because, you know, they decided to challenge us and get very political, and with that, opened up the door for, for this to happen. So what are the, the tax ramifications on this? Well, with them basically losing this special exempted status, they're going to be on the hook now for roughly $200 million a year in taxes, uh, specifically property taxes and those type of things that they were exempted from. So this is A, going to hit them in the pocketbook. And B, it's also going to um, put a third-party check in some of the things that they're doing. Now, what is not clear at this point, and it'll be interesting to follow from a development side, is when they lose this special exempted status, they have their own sewer district, apparently, in water. Um, They even generate some of their own power. So it'll be interesting to see how that works. Does that get sold back to the municipality? Does the municipality... um, you know, have some oversight on it? Do they have, you know, uh, do they have to now provide them power and and then, um, you know, get paid to do that? It, it, it's fascinating. It's interesting. And there isn't a clear answer on it. And I think that's something that, you know, is really worth following uh, as this goes forward. And it could have major ramifications around the country. You know, if there's other states that have special um, exemptions like this, should they be allowed? Um, again, I, I I go back to if it if it was prohibited initially in the Constitution, um, why it stayed this long is is beyond me. So um, I'm I'm kind of a constitutionalist at the end of the day. If you know, I I I love the founding fathers and their vision for the country. And um, you know, if you, if you have a constitution and your core things. Um, those are those are very very difficult to change nor nor in many ways should be changed so you know i kind of stand on that side of it and say you know you want to follow the constitution but um you know you see what happens when 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 you give someone special treatment uh you know what they've been able to do with it and again they've become a powerhouse uh, good or bad and um there's just a lot really to unpack with this it's it's fascinating you know there's other things too that go along with this, you know, like these municipal bonds and the financing of the infrastructure projects, that's going to potentially change. And that really affects the development. Now, there's already been calls for some people like, oh, Disney should just pull out of Florida and go somewhere else. Well, <laughs> you've been through some of those properties, you know, it doesn't just involve the theme parks. There's real estate and um, land development, condos and apartments and hotels and all these things. They are they are firmly in bed in Florida. I don't think there would ever be a, um, a reason for them to pull all their operations out. They are they are firmly ingrained in Central Florida, and they will continue to be ingrained in Central Florida. Their theme parks will still continue to run. Um, you may have to pay more to go into them. Um, citizens in the area may have to pay slightly more tax, um, or they may be able 
collect more tax. That'll be interesting to watch as well. Um, could they move some of their other ancillary operations elsewhere? Sure. You know, they could move some production studios, uh, businesses, offices, things like that to a different location. But uh, most likely they won't because Florida also doesn't have state income tax, which is a huge advantage for corporations. So they probably like that. They're probably not going anywhere. But they may not do a lot of new development if they don't like the terms that they have. And they might be able to find another state that is willing to play ball with them. Uh, I know Colorado already came out and said, hey, you know, come here. Um, so maybe in the future, they'll find another state uh, that they want to put another park in or something like that and start to do something similar. Um, hey, I'm all for free market. I'm all for it. Do what you can um, with your business and uh, people should have the right to choose. And so, hey, if they want to, whatever, if they want to do something in Arizona, if they want to do something in Nevada, um, if they want to do something in Colorado, more power to you. You know, if you can create something and people want to go to it and it, it's good and it, it generates income and it, it supports people and jobs and everything else, hey man, go right ahead. But what I'm not really in favor of at the end of the day is giving people um, special power to do that kind of stuff. Uh, I think everybody, you know, needs to play by a, a similar set of rules and, uh, you know, treat people fairly. Uh, whether it's a corporation or whether it's an individual and their right to to do whatever they want to do. So very libertarian of me, I guess, at the moment. But um, nonetheless, um, it, it, this is very fascinating. Again, I, I don't like how swiftly Florida just came down on this, but I also don't like um, you know, these corporations that are trying to get so political and wield their muscle, uh, there's no place for either of it. And at the end of the day, it, it, it's sort of bad for both parties. And you don't like to see this, but at the same time, um, we're going to monitor this. We'll keep an eye on this. And I, I find it absolutely fascinating. I hope you do too. Um, there's just so many angles on it from the development side to the the what's right, what's wrong side, tax side, um, you know, uh, it just just goes on and on and it's going to have ripple effects for decades, uh, just like the initial legislation had to give them that special status. So it'll be interesting to watch. Uh, but uh, for those of you that are afraid that Disney's going to go away, Disney's going to leave Florida, uh, I, I don't think so. Like that, there's so much there, it would be almost impossible to unwind that. Um, Nothing major in that regard is going to change, uh, but they are going to have to work a little bit harder. They're going to have to follow a few more rules and uh, potentially pay some more tax at the end of the day. All right, that's the topic for you guys. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully it was engaging and interesting to you. And of course, if you guys would, please give us a five-star rating on our podcast and leave a positive comment. I appreciate it. It helps more people find the show and learn all this great information. Once again, thank you for tuning in to The Home Building Hero, broadcasting live from the Bellman Home Studio. If you haven't already, please make sure to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future content. Until next time, I'm David Bellman, signing off.